You are listening to ACPN. Welcome to Rewind Cinema, the podcast where two friends go back in time and review some movies for you. We give you our thoughts. We we stir our brains around. We we do a brain salad, a brain stew of thoughts about movies. And we're here today to record another episode just for you, homemade, hand-delivered. My name is Gabe. I'm one of your hosts for the episode. And sitting across from me is a man that has really made history in the last... I don't know, 10, 15 years. He's always in the news. He's, he's a celebrity. He has 10, what, 10, 11,000 followers on Instagram now. His name is... Are you trying to get me to be Paul Rudd? <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> okay. know. Is that I don't Paul know. Rudd or are you describing I don't Paul know. Rudd? Matt's not even on Instagram. All I was going to say was, as if. <laughs> <laughs> as if. He's not even popular at all. Uh, I am Cher. You in the movie clearly. Oh, okay. Not, 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 not the, not the yeah. one who's been around since dinosaurs. Oh, oh wow. Share that. <laughs> she is share. pretty old though. She is pretty old. My name's Matt. Yeah, that's Matt. You know um, me. You know him. He's he's one of my friends. I'm scared of doing impressions. Why? You're so like, good at him. I just feel like Dan's gonna No. Like come Dan. on, look, don't let Dan intimidate you. Dan loves you. You know what it is? Dan Dan has a secret love for you. I think he's afraid of me. Yeah, you know what? Maybe he's intimidated by yeah, your greatness. I think so, too. Yeah, do we... I mean, we don't have a voicemail from him this week, right? Uh, we have a voicemail. Yeah, We let, have a voicemail. Okay, it's Did, definitely not from Dan. I think it's from Dan. No, come on. All right, let's see. Hey, guys. It's, uh, it's Dan. Um, just loving the podcast. Uh, keep up. What's you doing? It's, uh, it's, you guys work so hard to... To do things, um, so 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 do that. Yeah, um, I, I do have another review of um, a randomly selected year, 2018 movies. Um, I watched uh, Crazy Rich Asians, uh, and uh, here's here's my review. Um, I find it misleading. Because um, there were not all not all of the the Asians in the movie were crazy rich, so I think that's I think that's misleading. But now 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 I'm thinking now I'm thinking about it now. That's not a good review because that's like saying you know. Jaws. Not not everybody in the movie was Jaws, right? You know, only only one shark was Jaws. Like Richard Dreyfus was not was not Jaws. So, but then you have then you have okay, sticking with Spielberg here. Then you have Raiders of the Lost Ark, and I think 
just about everybody in that movie is a raider of the Lost Ark in some degree. So I expect all of the Asians in a movie called Crazy Rich Asians to be crazy rich. So I stick by my first review, Misleading. Keep up the good work, guys. <laughs> uh, Dan might be the Roger Ebert of our time. I think he is. Yeah. Dan, you need to start your own. <laughs> you need to start your own podcast, yeah. and I will listen. Yeah. I mean, your words. I mean, if you look at the movie Pagemaster, there's only one Pagemaster. That's Macaulay Culkin. That's true. Not everyone is a is a Pagemaster. Not everyone's a Pagemaster. There are living books yeah. that have faces, yeah. char- characters. Dan. I think you might be confused on on how movies work. Mm, um, you think so? Well, maybe not. Maybe he <laughs> maybe he's just right. I never saw Crazy Rich Asians, so I can't yeah. comment. Yeah, uh, we watched a movie with Asians in it last <laughs> week. Uh, we did, uh, but they were not crazy rich. No, they were middle class. They were middle class. Middle yeah, class middle crazy class. Asians. Middle class crazy middle class Asians. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna. I'm also gonna back away from this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> we're heading into some uncharted territory in the last. Oh, two weeks. we are. But Dan, we always love your voicemails, man. I love you. Don't ever stop. Mm-hmm. And 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 we will. You know what? We should record an episode from Dan's car oh. one day from his apartment. <laughs> we should pay him a visit. Just I don't. Uh, he, he's our true fan. Dan could be a serial killer. Maybe. Yeah. But I'm okay with it. This would be the longest way to get to a victim in the history <laughs> of the world, maybe. Um, Befriend them through voicemails on your podcast. Speaking of... Uh, well, actually not speaking of anything. <laughs> okay. I didn't know you were going with that. So last night, and this, this episode is going to come out in a couple weeks. The 19th of December. Really? Yes. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry, and Merry friggin' Christmas. <laughs> so last night, Matt, I was watching, uh, I got home, cruising Netflix, and the new Mowgli movie has been released on Netflix. Do you know what that is? Uh, I know what Mowgli is, but no. I didn't know there was a new movie. So there's a, it's the one that was directed by Andy Serkis, and it, it was going to be released in theaters. Yeah. And then Disney came out with their Jungle Book a couple of years ago in yeah. 2016 with Bill Terrible. Murray as Baloo and Christopher yeah. Walken as King Louie. Now they're doing the same thing to Lion King. Right. So remember a couple of years ago, I was like, why are they making two Jungle Books? Because it was announced. Yeah. It was called like Jungle Book. Yeah. And then Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. One was directed by Andy Serkis with Benedict Cumberbatch as Shere Khan. Mm-hmm. And I was so I was like, yes, he's the perfect Shere Khan. He's amazing. He's so good. And uh, anyway, all this crap happened. Mm-hmm. So the movie was shelved for like two years because Disney came out with Jungle Book at the same time. Mm-hmm. So Netflix bought Mowgli mm-hmm. off of Warner Brothers. They, they just outright bought it, and they released it on December seventh, which was yesterday. In recording in the recording world, that was yesterday. I know this is not out for a few weeks. And I was really excited because Andy Serkis is in it. He plays mm-hmm. Baloo. Benedict Cumberbun plays Shere Khan. Mm-hmm. Kate Blanchett plays Ka, the the big python. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and then a host of other big actors play things. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yes. Sucked? 
<laughs> Not too good, you buddy. You can't see Gabe's face, but uh... <laughs> so so Andy Circus did the great Andy Circus thing, where he's he does motion capture. Mm-hmm. He's like the number leading guy in Hollywood for that, and so every actor is apparently reading about it in these roles, just like they do Planet of the Apes, acting out the scenes with all little dots on their face. So if you look at Ka the snake, mm-hmm. she kind of looks like Kate Blanchett. Oh, it's weird. Yeah, and the wolves look human like they it looks like the cgi was abandoned at some point like they they ran into some road bumps and they there are some scenes that look amazing and others that look really sort of a half finished version of something mm-hmm. oh uh christian bale is bagheera the panther wow. okay and he he kind of looks like Christian Bale, so it's just so this, weird. it's so weird. You have to watch it because I, I want to watch it just to see what it looks like. They look like animals. I mean, it looks like yeah. a pan. It looks like a panther, but they give them these human expressions. The wolves especially look horrible, and they're not like Antarctic wolves. They're Indian jungle wolves, right? Like mm-hmm. they're in India, so they're gonna be smaller, like more like dog like. Anyway, I just. I was excited about it. I turned it on, and it was it was not yeah um, not as good. Way darker than the Disney version. There's no. Uh, it's like a gritty reboot. Real gritty reboot. Very cool. You <laughs> I want to be like you. That doesn't exist in this movie. Really? They no. Got the best song in the movie. Well, it's not a Disney. It's not a musical. It's it's based on Rudyard Kipling's book. Oh, uh, okay. And so anyway, so check it out for some human animal faces. I forgot I did I actually did watch it. And I hope this isn't a spoiler, but at the end of the film, um <laughs> Andy Circus uh looks back at the camera and says, "My precious." <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, so you 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 know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of weird. Precious. It's very weird. Yeah, and and there's a ring which is weird. I like I don't know why. Yeah. I, I will say uh I know we're randomly talking about this movie, but there's a great moment, though, where Mowgli, this little boy, is running away from Shere Khan the whole movie, right? This tiger is pursuing him. He wants to kill him mm-hmm. because he's a human mm-hmm. and he doesn't want him in his jungle. And yeah, free meat. There's this excellent scene where Mowgli is in a in a pond. He's, like, bathing and hanging out and swimming, and he goes underwater to retrieve something or to look at something, and he looks up, and Shere Khan, the tiger, appears... It's so great. It's shot from under the water. Mm-hmm. So you see ti- the, t- the tiger's face peer out over this water, looking into the water as if he's staring right at Mowgli. But he's not, right? The tiger probably just sees his own reflection. Mm-hmm. So Mowgli realizes, holy crap, Shere Khan's right, up, right there. And the tiger pauses, and you're so scared because you're like, he sees him, he sees him. And then he licks the water. He's just drinking from this pool. Mm-hmm. And when he licks the water, all this blood comes uh-huh. off of his tongue. So like this cloud of red blood fills the pool and Mowgli's trapped under the water and he can't move and he breathes and an air bubble hits the surface and Shere Khan pauses even more and you're so it's so tense. So you should watch it for that moment because it's super cool. Yeah, that that really is a good sell. That sounds it, like a great it, scene. It, it's great. And then he walks away and it's, it's fine. But it, yeah. it's it's a great moment. So, All right. Other Mog- than that, the movie stinks. Mowgli on Netflix. Watch it for that three minute scene and also to see weird christian bale snake i'm sorry this is just pre-show banter I just, <laughs> no I it's just it. what i watched last night no so. i liked it i like i like being updated on what you're watching there you go uh i misspoke though this is coming out on the 26th 26th so okay. i want to thank that anonymous gift of 10 million dollars that showed yes. up under my tree uh whoever gave that to me thank uh, you that's really gonna set me on a, on a great path through life so thank you wait you're not gonna share that with oh with me no it's not going to our patreon oh, we don't no, have no, not at all not at all <laughs> uh what'd you get for christmas gabe um coal 
uh, Cole. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and guess Cole because it's not Christmas now. Yeah. But it will be. So I'm going to guess Cole. That was on that was on your list. That and a visit one. to the psychiatrist's office. <laughs> <laughs> you do need that. That is true. <laughs> All right. So we're going to get into a review today. Today, Gabe, what are we talking about? We're talking about the 1995 classic movie that I had actually never seen because I'm super lame. <laughs> Clueless. Should all oppressed people be allowed refuge in America? Amber will take the composition. Cher will be pro. Cher, two minutes. So, okay. Like right now, for example, the Hadians need to come to America. But some people are all, what about the strain on our resources? But it's like when I had this garden party for my father's birthday, right? I said RSVP because it was a sit-down dinner. But people came that, like, did not RSVP. So I was, like, totally bugging. I had to haul ass to the kitchen, redistribute the food, squish in extra place settings. But by the end of the day, it was like, the more, the merrier. And so, if the government could just get to the kitchen, rearrange some things, we could certainly party with the Hadians. And in conclusion, may I please remind you that it does not say RSVP on the Statue of Liberty. Thank you very much. Uh, Amber, uh, reply. Mr. Hall, how can I answer that? The topic is Haiti, and she's talking about some little party. Hello, it was his 50th birthday. Whatever. If she doesn't do the assignment, I can't do mine. I had never seen Clueless either, so this was a, a new experience for me, and gotta say, not bad. Not bad. really dig this movie. Not bad. I'd always heard it was great. Yeah. Always heard it was great by people I trust, and they were right. It's a yeah. great movie. It's good. It's good. This is directed by Amy Heckerling. She also wrote the film. Um, you would know her from Fast Times at Ridgemont High and Look Who's Talking. Ooh. I haven't seen Look Who's Talking. There's also Look Who's Talking too, and, and Look Who's Talking Now. Yeah, which is dogs, right? I think so. <laughs> One of them is dogs. As, not... in, as in, Look Who's Talking Now. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. a dog. Dogs are crazy. <laughs> um, so the actors in this film, Alicia Silverstone, Donald Faison, Paul Rudd. Uh, you'd know Donald Faison from Scrubs. Paul Rudd is most recently Ant-Man. So he's yeah. been in a lot of films lately for that, the, but also the, a comedy legend. The late Brittany Murphy. Wait, what? Did she die? Wait, what? <laughs> did are you she si- die? Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. When he, did she die? Man, yeah, she died a while ago. Oh, no. Um, that bums me out, man. Yeah, she was awesome. She was a, a big star after this movie. I think she, I vaguely remember. Uh, was that like a couple of years ago? Yeah, like, man. She she died in 2009. Oh, um, wow. And and she's actually a really interesting case. So she was she was great too. Like she was funny. Mm-hmm. She was sort of this I don't know. Uh, I don't not not like Reese Witherspoon, but like kind of in the same vein. Reese Witherspoonish, uh, romantic comedy ish. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, kind of like that girl in Best Friends, Amy uh, Amy Smart, I think is her name. Yeah, or Just Friends, Amy Smart. Sort of this yeah. '90s like blonde girl who could kind of do comedy i don't know and so she yeah she was great and she she was anorexic i guess at one point in her life hmm. got really really small she used to she was a little bit heavier in, in other movies and uh yeah a lot of weird controversy surrounding her death Jeez, like don't know if it was drugs don't know if it was 
murder. I mean, I, I don't want to throw that. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you read into it. Do you have it, insight into there, how this happened? No, I'm just saying there's a lot of theories. There's okay. a lot of weird. So, But she, yeah, she unfortunately died. Well, know? rest in peace. I'm sorry I yeah. forgot you. Yeah, she was in 8 uh, Mile. She was in Just Married. Yeah. The Ashton Kutcher movie. Just Married. Uh, girl Interrupted. But she was the girlfriend in 8 Mile. She was great. Okay. All right. Uh, so the budget for this film was $12 million. The gross was $56 million. Made a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Um, tagline. Sex, clothes, popularity, whatever. <laughs> That's great. That's <laughs> a good cares? tagline. Um, just a fact about this movie. Uh, Paul Rudd auditioned for the roles of Murray, Christian, and Elton. And Rudd assumed that the character Murray was a white teenager trying to act like a rapper. Which oh, is funny because Donald really Faison ended up being Murray. Um, he's African American. So I could see how that would be very confusing for Paul Rudd. Yeah, and uh, he's also trying to act super hard and yeah. he's, he's not i mean you yeah. can tell he's kind of not and not i kind of want to see the movie in the universe where yeah. paul rudd is I do. that character i really really do yeah and i love paul rudd in this movie mm-hmm. he's so wonderful as yeah. he is in every movie was this before wet hot american summer it had to be uh it had, it had to, to be. be close if it wasn't before i feel like it might have been before yeah that was 2001 so this is yeah. several years before okay yeah. Because um, he's still a young little baby boy in this movie, and yeah, he's great. He is fantastic. And if you uh, if you weren't going to mention it, maybe you were. But this is a retelling of Jane Austen's novel Emma, mm-hmm. modern adaptation, which I think is brilliant. Mm-hmm. You know, nineteen ninety five. This woman writes a brilliant script. That's great. Yep. Good job, Heckerling. Great work. Let's get into Act One here. Um, so we open up with Cher, who is Alicia Silverstone. She's the main character in the yes. movie getting ready to go to school um we see that she kind of lives a char- charmed life her dad is a lawyer uh she lives in a nice house same dad as the dad in uh uh to die for oh yeah he, so i didn't the, connect he, the dots there yeah he's, yeah, he's the, been he, in a lot of stuff he's the dad of uh of the guy who gets murdered yeah i don't remember um, that was like two weeks what's ago, his name? weeks ago. <laughs> anyway he, jimmy john i don't yeah, remember yeah he's a great actor dan hedaya mm-hmm and this act ends with uh, the debate teacher, Mr. Hall, not changing the grades that Cher gets, bad grades in his class. Yeah. Um, so, as we mentioned before, she, she lives, you know, she's very high class. Her dad, again, is a lawyer, apparently a lawyer that works a lot and makes a lot of money. Um, her stepbrother, Josh, played by Paul Rudd, um, is coming over to have dinner later, and you can tell that she doesn't necessarily like him. She thinks that maybe he's weird or... You know, doesn't like meet her standards for what a guy his age should be doing. He's kind of a stoner kind of. Uh, f- uh, I don't, I don't, I don't a, describe he, him. He's not a stoner. He's not a stoner, but he has that he, kind uh, of atmosphere. Cher is wealthy. She's really popular. She's completely absorbed with herself. I think she's way smarter than she even thinks she is. I mean, yeah. we we see that as we watch the movie. But her brother, he's the brother from one of her father's marriages. Yeah. So he's not her real brother. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's more political. He watches the news. Mm-hmm. He's smart. He, you know, he riffs with her. He riffs on her. They kind of joke around with each other, and they, mm-hmm. you know, so he's just different. He's not concerned with. Yeah, like he's. Kind of, I think he, at one point doesn't he talk about the Peace Corps or something yeah, like that? And he, like he listens to Radiohead. He, like he's just yeah. he's just different than Cher. She, she makes fun of him for watching the news, and he's yeah. like, you know, some people think it's cool to know what's going on. She in the wanted world. to watch Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, he's like an intelligent. 
he's a little bit older and he's intelligent. You know, he's just a guy. He's just trying yeah. to be trying he's to be a smart guy. Just a guy. He, yeah. Yeah. I'm just a boy. <laughs> and it's funny that you mentioned that uh, she's smarter than she appears, which I think we all knew this person in high school. Someone who actually was very intelligent in many ways, yeah. but they had these moments where they were completely stupid and were totally aloof. She gives a speech in debate class about Haitian Haitian yes. revolution of some sort. And she calls them Haitians. <laughs> and it's great because apparently she didn't know how to pronounce that in real life. Oh. And so she said that and the director was like, no, let her, let her do it. Let her do it. Leave it. Keep Please it, leave keep it. it in. She's, uh, she's so charming in this movie. Oh, yes. As, as annoying of a character, I guess, as she initially might be in the world, as a viewer, you, you never really hate Cher because no. she's, she's not mean-spirited. You know no. what I mean? She's not like Rachel McAdams in Mean Girls, no. this rich, bitchy woman. She's she's not mean spirited really at all. You think she might be when mm-hmm. they adopt Brittany Murphy to make her a project and give her a makeover, but she's she's just kind of this like she's just obsessed with herself. Yeah, that's she's, it. She's very likable in spite of her entitlement, which you do yeah. see throughout the movie, and she does use Ty Brittany character uh, Brittany Murphy's character. In some pretty, you know, nefarious way. She can, she gaslights her into being a completely does. different person. She does. You're right. Um, so there are things to not like about her till we get to the end of the movie yeah. when she kind of redeems herself. Uh, but we see that she gets a C in debate. She gets A's and B's in other classes. And obviously her dad, um, you know, does not like that. But she tells her dad, she's like, don't worry about it. I'm going to get it changed. Like, I, I get every, <laughs> I, I debate everyone and make everyone change my grades. She negotiates her grade to a passing grade. Yeah. Or, I mean, it's C is passing, but she gets it higher. Yeah. Well, yeah. C's get degrees. No. Yes. Yeah. As we both know. <laughs> <laughs> I only got one C. And it was a, I, not, it was a 8 a.m. history class. Back when I was commuting to school. In college? Yeah. I think I got a C at one point. I don't yeah. remember. Probably. You're going to be in trouble with your mom. I was an A-B student. Thanks very much. <laughs> Not an A-plus student? No. I expect better from you, but No, 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 no. But uh, there is a funny sequence of her talking to her teachers, um, getting them to change her grades, you know, saying that... Yeah. Uh, I can't remember specifically what she said, but she gives like the, my dog ate my homework kind, oh, yeah. of, kind of responses. Teacher to, to teacher, yeah. there's a different dramatic issue that they sympathize with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and as I mentioned before, she she has one teacher that will not change her grade, and that's Mr. Hall, the debate teacher. Played by Wallace Shawn, who's yes. inconceivable. Inconceivable. That guy. Yeah. Uh, I love that movie. It's so good. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> uh, so act two begins with uh, Dion, who we haven't talked about, um, but is Cher's best friend, deciding that they need to uh, make Mr. Hall what they say, quote-unquote, sublimely happy. So they're going to hook her up with a fellow teacher, Mrs. Geist. Um, and this act ends with a character we'll talk about later, Christian, uh, denying Cher's yes. sexual advances upon him, yeah. which is yes. <laughs> such a funny character we'll get to yes, in a bit. Yes, truly. Um, so, as I was talking about, they do want to um, make Mr. Hall happy so that he'll quit being such a crab. He'll give everyone better Get everyone better grades, grades, I guess. Fix her grades, yeah, be yeah, a different yeah. person. Yeah, this is kind of this, like, this long sequence of them setting this teacher up with another teacher and and it doesn't really go anywhere in the context of the movie yeah right she just kind of is a matchmaker for a few people i guess the way that it 
ties into the rest of the movie is that she's orchestrating the lives of all these other people and she can't really control her own life. Her, mm-hmm. her own life kind of falls apart at one point mm-hmm. at the end of the movie. So maybe that's why they did this, but it doesn't necessarily go anywhere, but it's a really cute sequence of them like hiding love notes in this teacher's mailbox and, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get these two people to, to hook up. So their yeah. grades will improve. Yeah. And as Mr. Geist, uh, Mrs. Geist leaves her office, they kind of like, uh, stop her and like take off like this oh, yeah. frumpy looking thing she has and like pull the clips out of her hair and kind of tussle her hair so she looks uh, more makeover. fitting I guess yeah um, but it is funny that you mentioned that it doesn't go anywhere because one of the things that I don't like about this film and you're not necessarily looking for structure in Clueless like you're not analyzing the script in any meaningful way but I didn't know anything about it I'd never read a synopsis I, d- I didn't know any of the characters and so I was like oh this is going to be a film about her getting them together and getting her grade fixed. Right, that's what I thought it was too. And it becomes a completely different film Yes. 10 minutes later. And yeah. I was like, what? And <laughs> Wait, <then> that's, <laughs> that's why the last act is so bad. Like, everything <laughs> is good up until like the last act. And I'm like, man, this, was the, this is the middle of the movie that they were wanting to make. Yeah. It was just not good. Yeah, the first, the first act does not connect to, or I guess the, you're talking about the second act now. It doesn't connect yeah. necessarily to the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. But... I agree with you. It doesn't go anywhere. It just sort of gives us insight into who she is, I guess. Yeah. Just just a little weird. Just a little confusing. You, you don't see that typically. Um, and, and it kind of lines up for a minute because they meet Brittany Murphy, this new girl at school who shows up. She's grungy. She's an artist. She's uh, she's into the uh, the great guy who's in Road Trip. I forgot his name as an actor. Uh, the skateboarder. Meyer. Yeah. So she's in... She, she kind of... And they see her and make her a project... <clears throat> And they want to make her uh, pretty and change her wardrobe and all that. So you think that the movie's going to be about Cher remodeling the lives of all these different people. Yeah. And but it, it ends up it, just it, being and then, yeah. that one character and then herself. Right. Um, so Cher gets some traffic tickets and her dad says that she can't drive without a licensed driver because she was just getting her permit at this time. I think she's, I don't know if she's 16 or late late 15 but uh, I, I I'm assuming remember. late 15, right? Yeah. Maybe. I knew some people who didn't get their license until they were like 18. So. Oh, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she tells her um, quote unquote stepbrother, Josh, to you know basically drive her around while yeah. she can't drive. Yeah. Uh, I do want to say there was a jarring line. Uh, <laughs> there's a the, few. There's, there was a line that, you know, we were talking about in Friday, things that wouldn't fly today. Yep. Uh, earmuffs to their kids around, but she says, I am such a retard. Yeah, just I was like, wow, I, I haven't heard anyone like say that. Yeah, they out loud. They, they did it in Mallrats too. Yeah, um, it's crazy. Yeah, you you hear it and you're like, oh, and they say it a few times. Yeah, uh, F- Donald Faison says it a yeah, lot. Very flippant with it. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it's you know, I mean, we we said it like, oh yeah, n- sorry, spoiler world, like we're not perfect people. Culture mm-hmm. was different back then, and it was just a word that you used. Yeah, and so when you watch it in 2018 yeah <laughs> 20 plus years later you're like oh gosh yeah, yeah yikes different world different, different world man this movie by the way not speaking of that word but it had a lot of really funny phrases yeah that i loved and i wrote one down that's probably the best phrase mm. that i've heard in a long time i can't wait to hear it i'm excited to use it in real life even okay. though i'm not a woman all right well you gotta save it you I gotta will. build the suspense I'll, I'll save it um so geist and hall finally get together uh, and they're very happy. There's uh, a montage of them just like being happy around yeah. campus and sneaking off to kiss and stuff, whatever. Fixing grades. And so Cher gets the grade that she was looking for. Yes. 
One thing I did notice at this time is I was like, it is like I turned to my wife and I was like, why does everyone have casts on their nose? There's like 10 or 15 <laughs> characters that have casts on their nose. And she was like, I think they're getting nose jobs. It's Beverly Hills. Yeah. Yeah. So funny. It's just like, great. It's a small detail it, they never a, bring up. You're right. They don't even talk. They don't even talk about it. They'll yeah. touch it. All you see are these, all these girls yeah. with nose like bandages and they're all just getting nose jobs. Yeah. It's getting nose it's, jobs. It's wonderful. That, there's a funny scene where we're first introduced to Ty, the character that Cher uh, does the makeover for. And uh, there's a girl with a nose cast. They're they're uh, they're playing tennis, and so there's a, a machine oh, yeah. shooting balls out to them that they're gonna hit. Um, and this one girl says, "I can't coach. I can't do anything with balls flying at my face." Yeah. And she says, "There goes your personal life." <laughs> I thought that was a pretty good joke. It's good. This movie's smart, man. Yeah. This is like uh, Tina Fey pre-Tina Fey. True. Yeah. True. Amy Heckerling. Uh, so Cher gets the idea to befriend the new kid in town, Ty, who comes from a different part of LA. I don't remember where she said she was from. I don't um, know. But it's clear that she is different. She, like you said, is grungy. She wears some plaid. She uh, draws like uh, Marvin the Martian in her notebook. So she's, you know, she's different. Yeah. She's different. And Cher wants to hook her up with Elton. Yes. Who is uh, not... The coolest kid in school. The coolest kid in school for some reason. Yeah. I guess because he... I, I, they give her a makeover, and he notices her, and so Cher thinks that he wants to be with her. Yeah, I don't really remember exactly how that came about. Um, I think, th- I th- from what I remember, I think Cher just forced it. I don't think that but it was she, ever okay. really a thing. Yeah. And Elton was, we'll talk about, yes. using Ty to get to, to Cher. To get to Cher, yeah. Um, so Cher, Dion, Ty, and Murray go to a party. Uh, in the valley. In the valley, it was funny. They were like using a map, and Donald Faison was like, "Tell me where it is." And she's like, "We're north of this street." He's like, "No, we're not." It was great. <laughs> Never had to deal with that. No, always had GPS. Since yeah, I was driving. I, I know we would be helpless. Map Quest. We would be dead if we yeah. didn't have phones. We would all die. <laughs> <laughs> now we would for sure. Um, so they go to this party. Um, it's clear that Travis, who we're talking about earlier, Breck and Meyer. Uh, his character, who is a skateboarding grungy yeah. kid as well, is very into Ty, and Ty also has you know something for travis she noticed him a lot but Cher is always like no 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 don't don't pulling her away from him yeah she it's weird and that's not ever really explained either i think i think Cher is not very gracious towards travis oh no i mean nobody likes them that that group of kids nobody yeah nobody really likes him and he's always left out but he's accepted he's at the party he's at the table i mean Mm -hmm. he's around um and there's never really a reason why she doesn't like him other than he's just not rich and beautiful like elton is i guess even though he seems like a funny guy someone i would have wanted to hang out with yeah like in a lot of high school movies that i think about there's always a character like that who's part of the group yeah accepted but not really i don't know yeah i I don't know if he's part of the group maybe not yeah he's there he's an outsider he he hangs around he doesn't get the message yeah 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 uh, but they go to this party and it gets pretty crazy. They're still trying to, you know, get together Ty with uh, Elton. Um, Cher's dad calls and says, "I want you home in twenty minutes." And wh- what does he say? He's like, "She's like, I don't think I can get home that quickly because she tells him she's like uh, studying at a friend's house or something." And he's like, "Everywhere in L.A. Is oh yeah, 20 it takes twenty minutes to get everywhere. In yeah, LA or something like that." Which is funny because yeah. that's totally not true. Oh, not with traffic. Yeah, no, no, no way. No. But she ends up getting everyone together. And uh, leaving the party, she keeps trying to get Ty or Elton to take Ty home, and Ty keeps or Elton keeps coming back and saying, "No, no, no! You should come with me because I have to go north of this." Geographically, street. Where you live. yeah, it does not work. I can't go there because I'd have to go back, and right. it wouldn't make sense. And eventually, she goes with him, 
and he makes a move on her uh, in the car. Elton pretty, on yeah. share, yes. Yeah, it he, was he, uh, he, very he, uncomfortable. He thinks the whole time that she's into him, Yeah, I guess, where it's revealed to us, and so he hits on her in the car. Also uncomfortable, kind of like a in our culture today. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was just uncomfortable because it was like, oh, he doesn't get, he doesn't get it yeah, at all. Yeah, she keeps saying no, and he keeps trying, and then he finally stops and leaves, but yeah, yeah. um... She's left alone, needless to say, she's left alone in a parking lot in a shady part of town. Mm-hmm. And With a very gets, nice dress, very nice coat. Yeah, and she gets mugged. Yeah. Yes. Uh, which was very shocking. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is this turning into? Because <laughs> you just, she's like, uh, she's crying. I think she just spoke to somebody on the phone or something. And all you see is her. And then all of a sudden you see this gun, gun peek into frame. And you're like, what is happening? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was kind of funny at the end of the mugging. So it's scary during it because she says... What's funny is he says, get on the ground. Yeah. And she's only concerned about her dress. Yeah, I just not want to get She dirty. says, this is a whatever. She names the designer. It's the coat she's wearing. It's yeah, like yeah. fuzzy or something. And she's like, well, this will totally like ruin it. And he's like, I'll totally like shoot you in the head. Yeah, and she's crying. She's like, please don't kill me. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's kind of funny when he runs away. He's like, thank you. And he, he feels bad about what he's done. But yeah. it's, uh, yeah, it was kind of an unsettling, random, like violent moment. Yeah. Anyway, she she gets up from the ground. She has no one to call. She she sucks at driving. She doesn't have a car, so she has to call Paul Rudd. She calls Josh, and uh, Josh is hanging out with some girl in his some room, and, and uh, he's nice enough to go pick yeah. her up. Yeah, he's he's with another woman, yet he's willing to go get Cher. Yeah, we don't hmm. know why, but uh, it'll become evident later <laughs> on in the movie when things get really weird. Uh, but uh, Ty is heartbroken over Elton because she thinks she's not good enough for him, and she kind of learns that he's not into her. Yes. Um, so Cher has to find a new guy for her. And just so happens that this new guy comes in. Uh, he, I guess he was already at the school, but just doesn't come to class. I think that's the impression that I got. I don't know if he was like from out of town. Christian? But, yeah, Christian, right? No, he. Uh, so he transfers in. Oh, okay. Gotcha. He's he's a new student completely. Yeah. And he's gorgeous. And he's like from the fifties. He's wearing like high waisted pants yeah, that are real, like uh, real pleated and real nice uh, suit suit jacket, oily haircut, real real beautiful. He looks like Jason Priestley. Mm. But they mention Jason. I don't know if you know who that is, but they mention his name in this movie anyway. So he's he's just a beautiful guy. So Cher becomes obsessed with him immediately. Yeah, um, she you know she thinks he's handsome. So she decides you know I'm gonna go after this guy. Yeah. Who cares about Ty? Now it's about me. I'm gonna get mine. Um, so uh, there's quite a bit that happens in terms of scenes that happen in the film at this point, but not a lot worth mentioning other than. Clearly, they start to have a thing for each other, and it seems mutual. And so they go to this party, um, and uh, nothing really happens there. I don't know. Nothing what really the, happens. No, I don't know what's important about the party. Christian comes to pick her up for a, for this date, and we and he's real, real douchebag. Like, so we are led to believe that he is a bad guy. Yeah. That he's sort of. He in, wants to go to an after party yeah, and he leaves her there. He's into all these different women. We think that and they're dancing together at the party and he wants to go all night and he's really into it. And and Paul Rudd is worried about Cher mm-hmm. because Christian picks her up at home. Paul Rudd is over at her house helping her dad out with a, a case. And uh, he kind of doesn't like the vibe Christian's putting down. So he's like, I'll, I'll follow them to the party and I'll watch yeah. out for Cher. So Paul Rudd goes to the party, sees Ty alone, Brittany Murphy, and because a good guy dances with Ty, mm-hmm. and and Cher sees that, and she's all happy about it, mm-hmm. 
And uh, yeah, so Christian is there dancing, and then they realize eventually Christian is. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. There's a there's another scene after that, but I do I do want to say uh, Paul Rudd to me came off as jealous, and I think that's exactly what they were painting it sure. as because he absolutely she comes down in this white dress, that's very short, yeah, uh, she it's looks very form fitting. Yep. And he kind of goes gaga eyed, right? Like he looks at her and he like drops his pen that he had in his mouth and it's like, uh, uh, and, and, and so when he leaves, when she leaves with Christian, I think that he wants to follow her to make sure that, uh, nothing happens. Yeah. But he's in luck because later on Christian and Cher are alone and she starts playing footsie, footsie. with him on the, on the bed Yep. and, uh, he gets very nervous and is like, uh, I gotta go. I'm tired. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so as a viewer, you're like, wait a second. Yeah, something's not. And right and he here. he's really into the the movie that they're watching, and yeah. it's like a, I don't know, it's like Judy Garland or something. It's not Judy Garland, it was, but it's uh, something like that. Was it Ben Hur? It's something. Oh oh, Spartacus. Spartacus, that's which right. is hilarious. Yeah. It's like these you know oiled up gladiators <laughs> that are you know this scene and yeah. Um, yeah, so he leaves. He's uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and he, he and he's like, "Give me a little kiss," and she kisses him on the cheek, and yeah, he leaves. <laughs> so uh, it's clear at this point that the Christian is gay, so nothing is happening. <laughs> yes, and there's a there's a funny moment when Donald Faison points that out to Cher, and she's yeah. shocked and realizes it. And I have the quote if you'd like it. Oh yeah. So they're in the car. I'm assuming this is shortly after. She yeah. She's it's, it's like right after. She's lamenting. Yeah. She's lamenting that Christian isn't into her. Mm-hmm. And Donald Faison starts to laugh, and he says, he's a cake boy. Oh, yeah, a cake boy. A I was cake like, boy. what is that? Which I realize is not appropriate, but it made me laugh out loud because I've never heard that. I I don't remember that phrase. I was, no. you know, I was a, We were kids when this movie came out, yeah, really. I was five. Yeah, so um, <laughs> inappropriate as that might be, he says, he's a cake boy. He says, he's a disco dancing. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to use this at the end of the episode, I'm sure. He's a disco dancing, Oscar Wilde reading, Streisand ticket holding friend of Dorothy. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to say that whole line when you want to reference this. Yes. So uh, anyway, I just I thought that was that was it. Funny. W- it was funny. Yeah, it was funny in the moment. That that cake boy comment kind of caught me yeah. off guard because I was like, I knew what he was talking about. I was like, yeah. I never heard that before. Friend of Dorothy. I've yeah. never heard that either. But well, like sense. Tin Man is gay or something. Is that what no, he's saying? No, no, no. The okay. gay. Uh, a lot of members of the gay community love Judy Garland. Oh, okay, so. I gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> I love that I'm educating you <laughs> on gay culture right now. Uh, much appreciated for your yeah. insight. Yeah, no problem. Uh, so the beginning of Act Three. Uh, there's this weird altercation at the mall that's not really important. Um, where Ty gets dangled off of this uh, oh, yeah. awning and, and Christian comes over to save her. Um, and this act ends with uh, a Chris me- or uh, Cher messing up something, a case that her dad is working on, uh, Josh covering for her, and then, and then they kiss. So that romance all comes together. Um, so the reason that I guess this mall scene is, is important is Ty is kind of dangled over this awning. These two guys are doing it, like having a good time. I don't know what kind of psychopath yeah, do like that. Yeah, they're like flirting with her, and, and she she says, so what's happening slowly is that Ty is coming into her own. She's mm-hmm. sort of becoming more confident. And so boys are noticing her now because Cher has made her over yeah. and given her this new look. And there's a she's on the railing. It's, it's actually kind of, it's really scary because yeah. she's on the railing and there's nothing there and she's like would you guys catch me if i fell from the railing and she's trying to be all sexy and then they push her over and they hold her 
over the railing, and it's yeah. shocking and scary. Christian comes over and saves the day. Yeah. Pushes them. Says, what's wrong with you guys? Yeah, what's wrong with you guys? It's not funny. What's wrong with you guys? Um, so Ty then uses this to her advantage and becomes very hyperbolic with what happened and says they almost killed me. Or like, a celebrity at school. Yeah. And yeah. then everyone wants to hang out with her and not Cher. And this is where Cher's um, life starts to spiral a little bit. Yes. But I was just so uninvested because, again, like I said, this is like the end of the second act in a normal movie. And so yeah. it, it just it just felt weird. And it was so quick. It felt rushed. Yeah. Cher, everything in her life, she has done, in her mind, a good deed mm-hmm. in making Tai who she is now. Even though I don't think her motivations behind that were necessarily good. She was trying to help Ty out. Mm-hmm. And uh, are we recording? Yes, we're recording. <laughs> are we? It's not moving. Yeah, we're recording, buddy. Okay. Sorry. Gabe is uh, no, staring no, no, no. at no, no, the no. You uh, can cut, sound waves. You can cut that out. I just There's no <laughs> movement, so I was worried. No, I'm going to leave that in. <laughs> um, I was like, did we waste in the last 30 minutes talking about this? Hey, movie? talking about Clueless, you're never wasting time, buddy. <laughs> Um, but it's, yeah, it's important because now Ty is becoming popular and Cher, still popular, but no one really is paying any attention to her. Mm -hmm. The guys want to be with Ty. Whereas Cher was always the focus of everything before. Yeah. She was the coolest girl in school. Um, so a couple of things happen here. Cher is taking her, uh, driving test, but her head is everywhere. She, you know, she's thinking about not being popular. She's thinking about Christian not being, you know. Funny scene. uh, Terrible driver. Yeah. All she, over the street. She like runs into a car and almost can't kills stay. almost kills a guy on a bike. Yeah, uh, but she so she fails the test. She comes home, um, and so we also see that uh, Ty finally tells her that she has the hots for Josh. Yes, um, and asks Paul Rudd. Cher. Yeah, Paul Rudd asks Cher to hook them up, um, and but Cher all of a sudden is like, wait, I also have the hots. Yeah, for Josh. she she has this crisis and yeah. she's thrown off by it and she's confused and she's mm-hmm. walking around and dejected and sad and then she's like wait i'm in love with josh and yeah. so she gets even more upset that ty is facing this new wave of popularity but she kind of goes through her own personal makeover to become the kind of girl that, that josh, josh would want would, yes but what she doesn't know is josh is already obsessed with her and it's weird right because i do want to say that even though they're not related I don't know. Yeah, it's but still it's so pretty sweet. strange. Yeah, but you want them to be together so bad. I think it's a little weird still. I don't, I don't know. know. They're not related. It's like, I feel, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying, but with parents like that who but are But don't both, they share a, a dad? No, no. Don't they? No, no, no. He he is the son of a woman that shares dad married. Okay. So, from, a, from a previous marriage that yeah, was not... exactly. Just like Cher is from a previous marriage. So Cher, Cher's father was divorced to Cher's mom. He remarried this woman, mm-hmm. and this woman had a son that was a few years older than Cher. So they're not related at all. Okay, and then so the parents got divorced. Still don't like it. Still don't like it. <laughs> it feels weird. <laughs> but when you're watching the movie, you're like, oh, they're so cute. I, I just want know. them to was, kiss so I bad. I was just thinking about how weird it was the entire time. No, I liked it. I was into it. I liked it. <laughs> she tries to impress him through any means necessary. Like There's a reference to them watching TV from earlier in the movie where she's watching the news. And he's like, oh, you're watching the news yeah. now. And she's like, oh, yeah, I want to stay up to current events. Um, and as I mentioned, the, the end of this act is Cher messing up this really important case that her dad had. So 
a little bit early in the film, he tells her to go through these files and highlight anything that has to do with this specific thing he's looking for. So she thinks she's supposed to do that again and then organize these files for this thing. But it's totally wrong, and it sets, it's going to set them back days of work. Yes. And so this other uh, law clerk that's working on it is like, this is horrible. You're stupid. What were you thinking? Get out of my face. And so she runs away crying, and Josh says, hey, dude, didn't have to be so rough on her. Yeah, man. She, it was a mistake. It was a mistake, dude. Honest mistake, which is yeah. true. Uh, and then they get together, and they, they kiss, and yeah. uh, it's all good. Yeah, Paul Rudd kind of chases the guy off and, and sits with her and... They, you know, it's so sweet. It's so 90s. I love it. I was so into it, man. I was so happy. They're on the stairs. This and, is yeah. made for Gabe. Yeah. And they, they kiss and they realize they're into each other. And then they're together. And mm-hmm. the, the last scene in the movie is a wedding. Mm-hmm. And Cher's like, as if, because yeah. you think it's her. And it's the two teachers that they hooked up. Mm-hmm. And so they're at the wedding together. And then she catches the bouquet. And yeah, all is well. All is well. And the movie is over. Yeah. Gabe, what did you think of Clueless? I really liked Clueless. I, as I said earlier, I've always heard that it's funny and great, and I, I never thought it would be. I kind of assumed it was just this, I don't know, silly 90s movie, but there's a lot more to it. It's sort of that uh, 10 Things I Hate About You vibe. It's way smarter than you think it is, and um, it's it's funny. It's It knows exactly what it is. It's sweet. Alicia Silverstone is awesome in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like her best performance. I haven't really seen her do a ton of things, but yeah. like she's so good in this movie. <laughs> and uh, it's it's awesome. You should watch it. It's funny. It's mm-hmm. a funny movie. I laughed several times. Yeah. Same here. Uh, I, I liked your comparison uh, for ha- Amy Heckerling's writing to Tina Fey earlier. I, I think that's an apt comparison. Uh, but I do think Tina Fey is funnier but i do think that there's a lot of really funny jokes in this movie yeah my only issue is like i said i just feel like the third act is just it's so fast i feel like you want to see that blossom sooner you're kind of relying on these characters having these sudden revelations you know and to me that's never super compelling yeah um but i I did like pretty much all of the movie like you said alicia silverstone lights out in this movie um, she was deserving of all of so the good. kind of B level awards that she won. You know, of course, you're not going to get an Oscar nom for this type of movie, but but uh, she was great. She was captivating. You were with her from the start, even though, like I said, there were a lot of rough edges that were kind of troublesome at first. Yeah, she really does clear all that up and becomes a much better person in the end. Um, Paul Rudd, fantastic performance as well. He's always great. Very charming in this movie. Um, again, you, you you want them to be together. That's what the movie's going for. I still think it's a little weird, but that doesn't matter. Uh, but just just overall, great. I mean, you're not going to get anything amazing in the cinematography or sound or anything like that. It's just a, it's just a great '90s rom com that you can turn on, laugh, and enjoy. And I I totally recommend it, which I wasn't expecting. I didn't think I would like it as much as I did. Yeah, yeah, it's a funny, sweet movie. Do you want to hear the quote or the phrase that I that I wrote down that I enjoyed earlier? Oh, I thought it was Cake Boy. Is there it, a different one? Cake Boy is one okay, of them. Okay, uh, what is not, it? Not that you should use Cake Boy. <laughs> but. Oh, okay. I was going to start using it. I was going to start calling people Cake Boys. Um, no, so there, there's a great scene that we didn't talk about as she's dealing with her teacher trying to get her grades up where she has a discussion. He goes through, student by student, the amount of tardies they've all had. Mm-hmm. And and he's such a funny teacher, too, because he doesn't ever really get mad when they act out. He just kind of blows them off and like, whatever. And yeah. that, I think that's why they kind of like him. They respect their whatever. So there's a funny scene where he's listing their tardies. And Cher is trying to get her tardy number reduced. And the excuse that she gives him is that she's on her on her period. Oh, yeah. Okay, um, I know what you're talking about now. And so she says... <laughs> 
uh, she, he's like, well, you were tardy just last week. And she says, I was surfing the crimson wave. <laughs> <laughs> I had to haul ass to the ladies. Yeah. And, and, and that's the quote. Yeah. So I just love how like slangish that is. I was surfing the crimson wave, which is a really funny way to talk about your, yeah. your period. And then I had to haul ass to the ladies. I just la- I laughed out loud. I loved it so much. Yeah. I, I think I was writing another note at that time. And I was like, what did she just say? <laughs> yeah. And so me too. I was like, wait, that was really funny. I was yeah. surfing the crimson wave. Anyway, I liked it a lot. So, so. I'm glad you're going to use that all the time. Now. Probably. <laughs> even though I'm not a woman, um, I will probably still use it. You know it plenty of women. So yeah. yeah. You're married to one. That's crazy. I will get. I will get in trouble really quickly. <laughs> I, I feel like she'd be okay with you saying that. Oh, my wife, maybe, but okay. I not, <laughs> just between me and her, that not, not on the street. Okay. <laughs> All right, Gabe, we're going to go ahead and get into our movie draft. All right, so uh, Gabe, you picked this this week's topic. Can you uh, walk me through what we're doing here? Yeah, so I was just thinking movies that are similar to Clueless, I I said rom-com in, in my initial description to you a while back, and what I meant was high schooly, funny, coming-of-age type 90s, 80s movies. There, okay. if, if you just sort of think about that, there's a lot, and I think we'll reveal them in our choices. But, you know, that f- crass humor type <laughs> high school movie. Does that make L- sense? A lot of crass humor in Clueless, huh? Well, maybe not in Clueless, but there are in a lot of other <laughs> choices. You're talking uh, debaucherous uh, 80s, 90s films yeah, with you know. uh, teen-centered focus. Yes. A lot, okay. of, a lot of sex and, oh. and, and parties. and. Well, you know. my list fits all of the above. <laughs> okay. Great. <laughs> um, so as we mentioned in, in the last episode, we've been coming up pretty close. A lot of ties. Facebook and Twitter are ending up a little bit different. Um, so we'll just go ahead and, and I'll let you go first. How about that? Okay. Um, let's see here. So you'll take pick one and I'll take pick two and three and, and so on and so forth. Okay. So my pick, my top pick for Clueless. Sorry, I'm getting it back to my notes. Okay. Um, there's so many good ones. So many good ones. <laughs> so many good ones here. It's going to be hard because people are always going to disagree with me. They will always hate my choices. I'm going to go with uh, 16 Candles. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. You it's like a, it? a classic. It's a classic. I think you could pick any of those uh, those three or four movies that were made during that time, right? Yeah, those... Uh, what's his name, the director? Uh, uh, is it Hedges? What's his, what's his first name? I can't remember. Not Hedges. That's embarrassing. Not Hedges. Uh, yeah, look it up. Okay, I'll look it up. Uh, so my two picks. Uh, you got 16 Candles. That's an excellent pick to start things out with. I'm going to go ahead and take a, a bona fide classic. I'm going to take Say Anything. Oh, yes. Yeah, say Anything yeah, is so yeah. good. I love Say Anything. Okay, what else? John Hughes. John Hughes. John Hughes. That's what it is. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, I think I got a really strong first pick. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go I'm gonna go 90s. I have an 80s film. I'm going to go 90s. All right. I'm going to do 10 Things I Hate About You. Good friggin' choice. <laughs> Man, that's a great choice. Starting things off on a good foot here. You really are. Uh, okay, so for my second pick, you chose two that I really, really like. I'm going to pick another classic and hope that it's strong enough. I'm going to do Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, okay, that's a great choice. Yeah. not It's not so high schooly like, you know, party movie, but it's still there. It still makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I yeah. agree. Uh, there's still 
quite a few great things left on the board here. I have one last pick. Um, I've got two that haven't been taken yet on my list, so I'm going to try and decide between those two. Uh, you, better, you better pick well. Oh, you better choose wisely. Oh, I will. I think I'm going to go um, with a movie that I saw when I was a teenager and, and always really enjoyed and, and probably still would. I haven't watched it in a while, but it really tapped into my sensibilities. I'm going to go with Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, a little link later. Yeah. Right? No, it's not link later. I'm, I'm, thinking, uh, I'm thinking of uh, Days and Confused. It's, Sorry. it's Amy Sorry. Heckerling. <laughs> no, no, it is. Not. Is it really? It is Amy Heckerling. Really? Yes. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah. Wow, who knew? That's with uh, Sean Penn as the stoner, right? Uh, Spicoli. Spicoli, yeah. Yep. Wow. Yours of Pizza in Class, classic wow. scene. Wow. Well, that, that's a classic uh, movie. So that's your last choice, right? That is. Okay. So there are so many good movies to choose from. There's an obvious choice, but I'm going to be Gabe <laughs> and not pick it because it's the the movie that I'm thinking of is is a better made film, mm-hmm. but it doesn't capture the spirit of what I'm going after as much. Okay. So, well, maybe it does. Maybe I, mean, I should pick it. I'm gonna okay. Screw it. I'm gonna do Days and Confused. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that that was your initial one? Yeah. Uh, that or was no? that. That's the smart pick that I think film nerds are gonna be happy I chose. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to do like. We're done, right? We're done picking? Yeah, we're done. I wanted to do American Pie. Okay. Can't Hardly Wait. Yeah. She's All That. She's All That. Mm-hmm. Those types of movies. And uh, I I think people would be like, Gabe doesn't understand film. <laughs> meh, 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 meh. You can't worry about what other people I've gotten are some flack man. for my choices you, in the past. You, you can't worry. <laughs> you can't worry. But yeah, I think we, we went out swinging with Say Anything. I think and, we did. Uh, Ferris Bueller and all that. So. Yeah. So, so here's our lists. Uh, my list is Say Anything. 10 Things I Hate About You and Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Gabe's picks are 16 Candles, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and Days and Confused. I think this is going to be a contentious. Yeah. Like, well, I, think, I think people are going to be not know what to vote for here. Like I was saying, our, our, our polls on Facebook have been 50-50 pretty much yeah. across the board so far. Yeah, this is Aside good. Aside for a win, I think, for me and a win for you. So, yeah, so I, it could be another close race. Who knows? Or I could blow you out of the water because I told people to vote for me only last episode. So oh, yeah, you, I'm sure I'm sure they're going to listen to you. You're just... listening. <laughs> vote for me only. Uh, that's all you need. All right, so let's go ahead and uh, wrap up. So uh, we want to thank Natural Anthem for the use of our music. You can you can find them at naturalanthem.net. Um, our social media, you can find us at Rewind Cinema Pod on t- uh, Twitter and Facebook and Rewind Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. I do want to plug the ACPN network. Uh, you can find shows like Childhood Remastered, Retro Cinema, and Adventure Club on there. Yes. And um, that's really it, Gabe. That's really what, it, man. What are we talking about next week? Next week, we are going to be talking about the incredible <laughs> 1995 sci-fi movie, Species. In- incredible for all the wrong reasons, maybe. Yeah. Do you say species? Species. Or, or species. I would say species. Speci- species. Species. I never really know. Yeah. Species. I think it's species. Species. Species sounds too much species, like species. Species. <laughs> I don't know. I could go for some species. We're gonna talk about right species now. though, and it's gonna be great. Oh boy, I can't wait. Well, until next time, watch more movies.
He's a disco dancing, Oscar Wilde reading, Streisand ticket holding friend of Dorothy. 